Hello and welcome to another episode of Kingbury Femme Mentors Podcast. Woo! Okay, before we get started, questions. How's your heart, babes? How is your heart? Are you better? Are you feeling better than yesterday? Not so good? Where would you put your mental out of 10? What have you achieved today or do you plan on achieving today? Let's check in with ourselves, tap into our body for a second. Um, one of the most feminine things we can do is tap in and just be present. So put your hand on your stomach if you need to, above your stomach or below, above your belly button or below your belly button, whichever one feels right for you. And just take a deep breath, tap in. Okay, so I wanted to talk about romanticizing your life. And the reason, okay, how many times am I going to say okay? The reason why I stopped and said okay is because I wanted to state something again. Everything that I share with you is a learning point for me. I learn and then I share with you what I've learned, what I'm implementing, what it means for me. So you guys are literally on this healing, glowing up, amazing journey with me together forever. <laughs> it's a wee thing. So I never proclaim to have all the answers. Um, I can only but share with you what I've learned. I think I might call it something like romanticizing your life for the average girl, the regular girl, because there's, no, there's nothing about you that is average. That I can tell you for free because there is nothing about me that is average. However, I do not have all the time in the world, all the money in the world, all the things in the world to do the things that we would think are romanticizing our life if you ask me what romanticizing my life looks like it looks like being able to go into chanel and buy a bag before the price increase hits because it's coming and they are amazing investment pieces um romanticizing my life looks like um buying iced coffee or i don't even like coffee some form of iced drink every day like you get to see on social media and I hate when people like when there's so many people that like get down on a trend um and I really don't want to join the train of it's toxic um because I actually don't think it's toxic I just think that the message gets monetized I think that's what happens messages get monetized and in them becoming monetized they lose their core uh, so I wanted to talk about what romanticizing my life looks like for me in the hope that maybe it would help you. You know, there's alongside this kind of romanticizing this life, it's like make yourself the main character, main character energy. What does main character look like? It looks like choosing yourself above all. It looks like if you were to watch back a scene or a day in your life if you were watching it on your tv at the end of the day who took like who was the center stage was it your boss was it your work was it your partner was it your thoughts like 
What took centre stage when you watched back that day? And was it you? How many times did you put you to the front of the screen in that day? So many times we prioritise other people, other things above ourselves. Um, and sometimes we can see it as like being a subservient woman. Oh, this is feminine because it's not. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Two different things. If I ask you to drop down into your stomach, put your hand on your stomach and breathe into that area and it feels foreign, that's where your feminine energy lies. That's where your power as a woman lies. Not in doing what you're told or looking as pretty as you can or any of those things. It's the ability to, I'm here at this moment, I can tap into what I feel and if necessary, articulate that. That's what makes you so powerful as a woman that's where your intuition lies that's where your what do I think what does my body tell me about this situation what does my body tell me about this person that's where that lies so moving back to topic in regards to romanticizing your life so the way that I have framed romanticizing my life is what luxuries are in my life that I take for granted? What luxuries do you have that you take for granted? And if you feel like you have very little, then compare yourself to someone who has less than you, wherever you are in your scale. Think about someone who has less than you. So for me, I have a car. And before I was like, meh, I have a car. Now, when I'm driving, especially if it's like, I should be walking, but really I'm driving. Do you know how much of a luxury that is? Even if you have gas, do you know how expensive (laughs) petrol is at the moment? Like, to be able to do little errands and to rip and run or to drive to wherever you use a vehicle, if you happen to have one, that is in 2022, baby, a luxury. So romanticize that for me, I like to, it's going to sound so silly, but everything I share makes me sound silly because it's my truth, it's my authentic truth, is I like to get in the car now like a lady. So you know when you sit and then you swing your legs in or I like swing my legs out and then step out of the car, I'm like, oh, such a lady. <laughs> um, uh, I like to put my music on, I like to sing along, um, I just enjoy my driving experience so much more. Now I understand how much of a luxury it is to have it. In the same way, I was sitting down the other day and I was really engrossed in a series and I was allowing myself and giving myself the space the permission to just enjoy the episode. And then I thought about how many times I'd been so busy that the thought of sitting down and watching something fully without thinking there's washing to do, there's, I could be washing dishes, I should be cooking, or there's work for me to do, any of those things. Like for me to just sit and give myself permission to watch This is a luxury because I can tell you of many, many days where I was begging for it. Overworked, exhausted, last thing I had the capacity to do. Another thing which I love 
to do is change up the work environment. If you are somebody who works from home or studies or spends any amount of time sitting in one place, for me, I love to get up and go to a coffee shop, go to a workspace, go to a park and just switch up my work environment. It makes me feel so much better. (laughs) One, because I'm more likely to get the things done because I came all the way here. And two, because... (sighs) There's something about being productive, shifting my space, changing up, providing myself with variety that makes me feel really good. Now, those are just three examples and I could keep going on. And if you want me to, I'll more than happily go on. But I don't want to give you too many ideas that make you think, oh, I don't have that or I don't have the ability to do that. But I encourage you to just look at your life and go, what luxuries do I have? If you have a washing machine, let's talk about it. If you have a washing machine, do you know how much of a luxury that is? I used to hate doing the washing, but now, now I've bought, you know those like scent things, those perfume things that you can put in your wash that make your clothes smell, um... And they're supposed to last forever. Now that I understand how, like, what's the word that I'm looking for? How much of a luxury it is for me to have a washing machine? Now when I do the wash, I'm like, and a sprinkle of this, and a dash of that, and a cap full of that. (laughs) My house smells sensational when the wash comes out. It's just a whole different vibe around something as basic as doing the washing by thinking about how can I romanticize this? How can I do this and feel either excited about it or lucky that I get to do it or fortunate? How can I now make this a more enjoyable experience? And I'm not telling you to go through mundane tasks and find things that make you happy because there are some things that I'm just not going to enjoy doing. But rather than thinking about the designer bags and the whatever and the 10 million dinners out, even though I love all of those things, how can I romanticize my life on a day-to-day basis so that I don't feel like I'm missing out, that I don't feel like I'm letting the days pass me by until I reach a certain point where I feel like I can then romanticize it. And for me... The devil is in the details, which means it's the small things that you know people, some people just don't have that make you very, very fortunate. Sometimes romanticizing your life is having a nap. <laughs> and if you're a busy, busy gal, which will draw you to my podcast, then you understand how powerful just letting yourself sleep is. So I hope that that helped. I hope that you um, took something away. I hope that you find a way to romanticize your life. And if you have any ways that I haven't mentioned, please message me and let me know. Follow me on social media, Feminine Energy Mentor. Let me know how you romanticize your life. Things that I could be incorporating into my life. Because when I saw these things, I was scrolling. I was looking for the 
the regular girls what do the regular girls do to romanticize their life i want to start doing this too i want to start feeling this way about my days and then it dawned on me it's in the small things i hope this helps i love 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 you all love and light